welcome to the All Around Joe podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life. Hey guys, Joe here with another All Around Joe podcast, and I have a podcast today that's all about at-home workout essentials. If you've been following me for any time, you know that I do a lot of uh, at-home workout programming, whether that be on the All Around Joe dot com site or the wedding wad workout site so i think it's pretty important that if you're going to work out at home you have some of the essentials and i'm going to talk about exactly what those are today and if you want to actually pick up the the exact items that i mentioned in this podcast you can do so by grabbing the links at allaroundjoe.com slash 48 48 so that's allaroundjoe.com slash 48 for the show notes on here. And I'll put the links to all of the items that I mentioned in this podcast. So you can go and quickly pick those guys up if you would like to. I also have a couple of other things I'm going to talk about today as far as supplements and a cool study that was recently done about the best way to recover or lower your heart rate during exercise. But just to jump right in here, I just put an order in for some perfect aminos, which are very similar to the MAP or MAP uh, amino acids, the master pa- uh, amino acid patterns that I've been taking. It's pretty much the exact same thing, um, but I put in an order for them to really go off of the other protein powders. So I'm going to completely commit to the perfect aminos. And what that means is that I will actually be taking 20 of these pills a day on a workout day. So I'll have four with breakfast, then I'll have four with lunch, then I'll have four pre-workout, and then I'll have four post-workout, and finally four again with dinner. So the, uh, the actual ability of our bodies to use these amino acids is far higher than any other, you know, whey protein or chicken, fish, uh, steak type of protein. So it will be interesting to see now that I'm going all in on this, how the recovery is. So I'll be sure to keep you guys posted and let you know what I'm thinking of it. You know, so far what I've done, it's been pretty darn good, but I haven't gone all in the way that I'm going to right now. Now, what I also ordered to go with that is some digestive enzymes. So I'm taking the Dipan 9 digestive enzymes, and I'll put links for all these in the show notes if you guys wanna try these out yourself. Um, But it's really important to me that the supplements that I'm taking and the food is getting absorbed properly. So that's gonna help with that. And I'm also taking, and I just ordered another set of probiotics. So this is all going to contribute to having good stomach health and making sure that everything is getting digested properly. I don't want to take some really expensive amino acids just to have them not be digested properly by my body and not recover. So I'm just throwing away all of this money and time for that matter. So those are some things that I just put an order in on. I'll be really interested to get back with you in the following weeks and months about how Uh, my body is feeling with this type of all-in regime. I've also started taking 
the X Endurance again. I'm not sure if I've mentioned it on this podcast, but X Endurance is definitely one of my favorite supplements. It's just their their flagship product, X Endurance. It's a lactic acid buffer, so you feel like you can go longer when you're doing your workouts. It doesn't burn as much, and you feel like you recover faster. So the X Endurance product is super cool. You can check them out at xendurance.com. Um, I'll put the show notes as well, but X Endurance, great product if you're a hard charging athlete and want to recover faster and have less uh, lactic acid buildup. So check them out. And I've done, uh, also put a link to the review that I've done for X Endurance. I've done, I did a review a while back for them. And so you can see the results. I actually did a, a test where I tested a workout before trying it and then got on the X Endurance for something like a week or two and then did the same workout under the same conditions and was able to do quite a bit better on that next workout. So you can test these things for yourself and when you have something like that where you only change one thing in your environment, it can be pretty interesting to see how that works. The, the other thing that I wanted to mention was the study that was recently done by Lori Brilla, PhD, uh, out of Western Washington University, and she just did a study on the best way to recover or to get your heart rate down during exercise. This is super interesting because... In, as a CrossFit athlete or as an athlete in general, you want to be able to control your heart rate as much as possible because if you can keep your heart rate low or you can recover your heart rate quickly, then you can in turn do more work at a higher heart rate again. So imagine you're in the middle of a Metcon or a boot camp style workout and you're working really hard, and that, but you at some point cannot continue to to keep working so you have to recover. This is about the best body position to be in for your heart rate to recover the fastest. Now they did several different positions to figure out what the best position was, but really at the end of the day, what they determined was that the standing with your bent, in a bent over position with your hands on your knees is the best way to recover. And it actually reduces your heart rate by 20 two more beats per minute than standing upright does. I know that there are several coaches that I've worked in the past, with in the past that are against being in that position because they say it's a defeating, defeated position, but it looks like the reason that we do it is because our body is instinctively knowing that that's the best way to recover. So if you feel like you are needing to recover quickly, go ahead, put your hands on your knees, bend over, and let your body replenish its oxygen stores faster and also get rid of CO2 faster, which is something they mentioned in the study. So super interesting stuff. I will definitely be utilizing that in my training and you should as well. Now for the at-home equipment essentials that we wanted to talk about on this podcast. I totally believe in getting workouts done at home. Um, Having a super garage gym is awesome. You can totally deck that out or you can keep it kind of light. Really, what it's all about is getting into a routine and having something to follow every day in order to keep yourself 
on top of doing that routine. Now I should mention, I'm going to be putting out a, an at-home workout routine on allaroundjoe.com that includes the equipment that I'm gonna be talking about in the podcast today. So if you're interested in that, shoot me an email and let me know that you want to try out those workouts. <laughs> the first thing that I think that people need to get or go ahead and buy are a set of gymnastics rings or a TRX suspension system. I like the rings a little bit better because they're more versatile in that as you progress, you're gonna be able to uh, do more things with the rings. You could even get yourself to the point where you're doing muscle ups on the rings. Uh, it might be kind of a little ways down the road, but you have the versatility for that. And you can both do pretty much the same things with the rings or the TRX system. The reason that I want people to have these on hand is you can set them up so that you hang them from a doorway or any kind of other um, hanging system that you can figure out, even branches of trees I've done several times. But you can really pretty much close the clips in the door and you can lean back and do uh, hanging row positions. That is really, really important because it's super hard to get yourself into a good pulling position when you don't have much equipment around. So you'd have to find stuff to do, you know, it's kind of like a, a bent over row with, I've done it with laundry baskets in the past, with buckets, that type of thing. But this just makes that a lot more accessible. You can set yourself up to do the hanging rows or even like change the angle and to the point where you can do like an assisted pull up type of setup. So that's super important because we do do pulling a lot in our everyday lives, but it's hard to get a good workout without having much equipment. The next thing on the list is having a kettlebell is super important and maybe even two kettlebells is, are better than one. You can get uh, kettlebells in a couple different um, sizes or weights just in order to accommodate different movements with those kettlebells. And sometimes you'll use one kettlebell at a time, sometimes you even use two kettlebells at a time. So having the, the variety to do that is a great thing. With kettlebells, you can set yourself up to do all obviously kettlebell swings, but you can set yourself up to do weighted front squats or goblet squats. You can do all kinds of presses. You can do deadlifts with them. It just gives you way more variation to do things. And, and just that one particular kettlebell can provide a whole bunch of different exercise opportunities. And I'll give you a link to the kettlebells at Amazon that I recommend grabbing there. Um, and the cool thing about Amazon is you can use Amazon Prime and get free shipping, so that's great. Next up, uh, a recovery apparatus, a foam roller, is definitely something that you should have at home. You could use other things, you know, you could go get a PVC pipe, you can get those larger PVC pipes and use that instead of a foam roller, but I really like the trigger point foam rollers. I'll put a link to the trigger point foam rollers in the show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 48. But the cool thing about the trigger point is they have different textures on the foam roller. So if you want something that's intense, you can roll to a uh, more intense pattern. Or if you want something lighter, you can roll to a lighter pattern. And you can get them in these uh, smaller foam roller. I think it's probably uh, better or you don't need the 
the larger one. So I usually go with the smaller foam roller. You can take it with you. It doesn't really take up much space if you're storing it in your home. And you can just throw it over like next to the couch on the living room. It can be hidden underneath uh, like a little shelf or something. And then you can pull it out when you need to recover. So as you know, foam rollers are great for self-myofascial release. If you have sore muscles or you have something gunked up in your muscle tissue, you can roll around on the that particular spot and it will give you uh, relief. So foam rollers, highly recommend them. And the next thing is kind of in the same category, just lacrosse ball. So lacrosse ball is going to be like a foam roller, but in a more intense uh, way, you're going to get dig into those muscles. And with the lacrosse ball, you can really, really dig into stuff, but it's not going to be right for all applications, which is why you should have a foam roller and a lacrosse ball separate. Um, an interesting example would be like uh, <clears throat> foam roller might be best on your quadriceps, but a lacrosse ball might be best on your deltoid. And you could put the lacrosse ball up against the wall and then lean against it with your deltoid in order to get a nice myofascial release on the deltoid muscle, but not having the wide space of the foam roller. And the cross balls are only a couple bucks each, so it's not a bad idea to have one. I usually have one at home and in my bag just in case and it's also great for travel too like if you're on an airplane you grab that lacrosse ball and you can um, use it for your hips and your hamstrings as you're on the airplane which actually feels really great next up is a box or something you can jump onto you don't necessarily have to have an actual workout box although it is good to have one if you have the space for it you could also use, you know, like a, some sort of a bench or a chair that you think could handle jumping up onto, but it's really nice to have the box because they are built for that. I would hate for you to try and jump up onto a chair that wasn't really ready for it, and next thing you know, the chair is broken and you're laying uh, on the ground. So getting something like a wooden box that you can jump up onto is a great thing to have just around. Um, you could even use it to put some plants on or something when you're not using it. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of where you could put the box when you weren't actually going to do anything with it. Um, and I'll put a, a link to where you can pick up those boxes. You can make those yourself. If you want to do a Google search, you can um, just go to the hardware store and put one of those together yourself if you are handy like that. And last but not least on my list here, and there are several other things we could list, but these are more like the essentials, is a jump rope. Now there's all different kinds of jump ropes that you can get. I would recommend if you are just getting started here, getting a Rogue Fitness jump rope, and I'll put a link to that Rogue Fitness jump rope in the show notes. But it's just a pretty basic jump rope that's a, a coated wire that makes it pretty easy for jumping. You can do it on different surfaces, um, and you can definitely get replacements if you need to for that. But it's nice because it's pretty light jump rope, uh, but you can still feel it. So you'll be able to get the feeling for doing the jumping. But then if you want to, you can also get into doing double unders, which will be a more intense version of just the single jumps. So that wraps it up for the at-home workout essentials. Getting some rings or a TRX, one or two kettlebells, foam roller, lacrosse ball, a box or something you can jump onto and a jump rope. That will get you pretty much set. And then as you're building your 
so-called repertoire or at-home space, you know, you would just develop more of those areas like the kettlebells, maybe put up a pull-up bar, think about getting a barbell at some point if you want to continue moving down that road like someone like myself would do. But you would get by just fine with the essentials that I mentioned. There's lots of workout opportunities. You can get yourself into fantastic shape just with that. So if you have any questions, definitely make sure to uh, let me know what those are at joeatallaroundjoe.com. Also, make sure that if you're interested in the online nutrition coaching, that you let me know. I have a couple of spots available right now for online online nutrition coaching. And you can find out more information about that at my website. Just go to allaroundjoe.com and click on the online nutrition coaching tab. And you can find out all about how I do that. Um, but if you're interested, let me know because I have a couple of spots. I only work with a few people at a time. And I have two spots available right now. So if you're interested, shoot me that email or check out this site and then shoot me an email. And I think that is everything that I have for you today. Uh, If you have any questions, like I said, let me know. And I will see you on the next podcast. The All Around Joe podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life. 